नाउ वंस अगेन वी आर बैक विथ एक बुन सोच की टी टॉक ट्रेन ऑफ थॉट्स इन ईच एंड एवरी एपिसोड वी ट्राई एंड ब्रिंग सम स्टोरीज ऑन लीडरशिप ऑन एंटरप्रेनरशिप एंड मे बी सम ऑफ द रेलिवेंट सोशल इशूज टूडे वी आर टेकिंग द एपिसोड ऑन एंड क्रिएटिविटी एंड वी हैव गॉट विथ अस ऑन टी टॉक प्लेटफॉर्म मिस्टर भरत डबलकर इंडियन एक्टर डायरेक्टर राइटर एड गुरु He had graduated as a law student, but soon forayed into the world of an advertising and started as copywriter. I think uh, brain brain some of the famous uh, ad uh, which are there is of an Amul, Videocon, Fruity, and Appy. And uh, through his success, he has been known as a father of English. And then he had also acted in uh, many of an Bollywood uh, movies, uh, and also his venture into the theatre. Sir, welcome to TikTok platform. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, in fact, you have said uh, from Marathi medium, then to the advertisement world. Like you know, can you please share your journey with our audience? How like basically somebody from a Marathi medium venture into the advertising world, like which is uh, full of sophisticated people out over there. Like okay, you see, I did my entire schooling in Marathi from my first standard to SSC in a school in Girgaon. all aryan education societies high school where all our subjects were in marathi uh-huh. in the 10th standard we had uh, lower english we had this is a boy this is a girl that was the english that we had in 10th standard i see and after graduating in ss i mean after passing out ssc i joined elphinstone college i see first year arts now elphinstone and xavier's at time were these very sophisticated south bombay colleges and everybody spoke english Mm-hmm. And I couldn't speak a single sentence in English. Even if a person came to me and said, "Varak, uh, shall we bunk the next lecture and go for a film?" I would answer that in my mind in Marathi first. Me aila ghari jevale hai to mund sangitla hai. Me nahi hai ushakat. Then I would translate that in my mind. I have told my mother I'll be home for lunch, so I will not mm-hmm. come. Then I would say it two three times to make sure that my pronunciations were correct. Mm-hmm. So by the time I had an answer ready, that person would have gone for a film and come back. So it was that bad. I couldn't speak English at all. Oh. But at some point, I realized that in India, there's nothing like perfect English. Everybody speaks English in their own way. Maharashtrians speak in their own way. Tamilians speak in their own way. Sindhi speak in their own way. Punjabi speak in their own way. In the world, there's nothing like perfect English. The French guys speak English with a French accent. The British in England itself, there are maybe there's a Cockney accent and a Scottish accent and an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. So I said, why should I worry about if I speak correct English or not? I can speak Marathi, I can speak Hindi. Yeah. I grew up with Gujaratis, so I speak read and write Gujarati. Uh-huh. So I said, I know Gujarati. Now what happens with all of us who come from a vernacular medium school, whether it's Marathi, Gujarati, or Hindi, we know English. Mm-hmm. We are scared to speak in English because when we start talking, we feel that we may not know the correct word to use. Yeah, pronunciation. So you are always very, uh, very scared that. you not finish a sentence properly mm-hmm. so i said i may not be able to know the correct english word but i know a marathi word or a hindi word or a gujarati word so why don't i use that and these are my friends that i'm talking to they're not judging me by how well i speak english mm-hmm. so that was i would think the beginning of what later on got called uh, english yeah. which was a mixture of different languages so There was not a full sentence in English. Mm-hmm. There was a Hindi word in between or a Marathi. Okay. So I always say that I am not some creative genius who created English. Mm-hmm. It was a handicap that I had. I couldn't speak both the languages, so I had to mix and match to make sure that I could speak a sentence. Okay. So that's how 
my um, going into college started mm-hmm. and speaking english mm-hmm. and um, i did uh, ba honors with economics and sociology and anthropology mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i never wanted to get into advertising i wanted to be a police officer uh-huh. my lifelong ambition was to do ips exam and be a, which is why i did law so right. then i joined government law i did 3 years of law mm-hmm. i did llb i also did business management mm-hmm. and started working as a management trainee in forbes campbell i see and there working there i used to see people who used to come and make advertising presentations and thing and i said look that's an interesting industry Nice. And I used to write essays and things in school. Mm-hmm. So why don't I get into advertising? Okay. And I must have applied to ten agencies. Nobody wanted me. Mm-hmm. They all said uh, you are a lawyer. You have no experience in advertising. Why should you we take you? And finally, with my luck, one agency, Dikuna Associates, mm-hmm. they were looking for a client servicing person. So they employed me, and that's how the career in advertising started. Okay, and you never intend to do law like it's a law was only because I said if I joined the police force, law would help me. Yeah. That's why I did law. Okay, but I did all three years of law, I so see. I'm an LLB. I mean, if I always say if I can afford a black coat, I can start practicing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I never practiced. Okay, uh, in fact. Um, We have also seen that worldly Davidson, your auto rickshaw, which is there, like, and yes. we have totally modified, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. What is the story behind that? See, I'll tell you what I do. I I believe that um, you know, creativity is not just something that you go to office and say, now I'm going to be creative and write a campaign. Mm-hmm. You should always think of doing some creative things in life. So rather than buying expensive cars, which most people do, I buy old second-hand cars, mm-hmm. very cheap, and then I modify them. Mm-hmm. I design a thing. I get them. Thing. So I do all these kinds of things. I so I always had a bike since my college days. I had a, 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 a Enfield mm-hmm. Bullet. At one point in advertising, I said, "Let's buy a bike again." And then I said, "No, but it's not going to be very practical because you'll have a laptop to carry if you're going for a meeting. You'll have some mm-hmm. files or some people with you." So I said, "Instead of that, why don't we buy a rickshaw? Because then four people can sit in it." So I went and checked the price of a rickshaw, yeah. and I found at that time I'm talking about about 15 years back, a basic rickshaw without the hood or anything was costing about a lakh and twenty thousand rupees a Bajaj rickshaw. I didn't want to spend that kind of money, so I went all the way searching for a second-hand rickshaw dealer, and found a guy like called Babu Bhai in Poyser Bus Depot. I see. So I went to Poyser Bus Depot, made friends with Babu Bhai. I said, sell me a good rickshaw. So he sold me a rickshaw for seventeen thousand rupees. Mm-hmm. So I got that rickshaw. I did, didn't do any great modification. I just opened it up, put an acrylic top, mm-hmm. bought a Maruti seat from Chor Bazaar, mm-hmm. put that in the front, yeah. uh, painted it um, silver, and I had a house in Worli. Yeah. So in, I'd gone to uh, Hong Kong or some place. So there, they were making these Harley Davidson stickers. So I said, "Can you make a sticker for me? But don't call it Harley Davidson. Call it Worley Davidson." Oh. <laughs> so they made a sticker for me saying Worley Davidson, which I have stuck onto that. Uh-huh. Then I went and got a license. So I have a license for rickshaw. Okay. And my rickshaw did not have the Mahim restriction. I see. Normally rickshaws in Mumbai can't go beyond Mahim. Correct, correct. My rickshaw I can take anywhere I want. I've taken I it to Raj Bhavan. I've taken it to Kolaba mm-hmm. Navy Club. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. I think uh, also uh, while doing a research, I've also heard. I think you were invited uh, to an uh, one of an. Uh, oh, that's a very very interesting I, story. 
you know uh, navy nagar yeah they have a fantastic all the senior naval and army officers live there and they have a fantastic hall mm-hmm. the naval hall and every year they have a admiral soman memorial lecture yeah and they call outsiders and all the senior naval guys who are in town that time yeah. admirals rear admirals vice admirals commanders whoever their wives they have that sunday morning talk by an outsider mm-hmm. so one one day we are they called me and they said sir uh, 10 o'clock is a function i said look i am never late and as i told you when you said 6 i said i'll come at 5:30 yeah, i said i'm half an hour early i am never late at any function yeah so i said don't worry i'll come at 9:30 they don't know sir you can't do that we have a protocol that when all the senior officers and their wives are together having tea then we send our riders on the motorcycle to go and get that man in the chief guest in correct so where are you coming from i said i'm coming from chembur yeah they said okay we'll have somebody waiting at regal theater uh, two bike guys correct and uh, they'll escort you I, they'll escort you inside so i said okay so i went in my rickshaw so i called up this commander vasan who had invited me and i said commander i'm here at regal he said my uh, riders are waiting there which car are you in i said i'm in a rickshaw he said no no sir don't joke for <laughs> which car are you in <laughs> i said i'm really in a rickshaw i can see your riders so i waved at them so i went to that function with two fully uniformed naval guys in the white bikes with those flags flying yeah and me driving the rickshaw behind them i thought it that function and you wouldn't believe this after my talk got over i had to spend an hour and a half waiting there because every senior naval officer wanted a picture in that rickshaw oh and they are service people so they are very disciplined so there was no crowding they were all waiting in a queue so the admiral would come and say can i take a picture in your rickshaw then he would sit in the front his wife would wife would sit at the back then wife would sit in the front and he would sit at the back so every senior officer and their wife they kept on taking pictures like this uh-huh. so i said look if i had a mercedes car they wouldn't have done this you know okay. so i always say yeah. that um, it's not important to be rich it's important to be creative that's more fun uh, i think it's uh, <laughs> it's a great creativity maybe you've also heard about the father of an english but actually when you started writing an english play and then i think 32 uh, I yeah see that what happened was um, i was never interested in theater very honestly i uh, even in college i did boxing for mumbai university for 2 years i did which people don't believe now but i won intercollegiate youth festival trophy for group dancing for 2 years oh, where yeah. i did modern ballet and spanish gypsy dance oh, <laughs> which oh, nobody yeah. believes that so i don't tell that to people so i wasn't interested in theater but when i joined advertising yeah see a lot of advertising people were into english theater mm-hmm. people like alec padamsi or um, um, silvester dikuna who i was working mm-hmm. with so they used to do these english plays but they were doing plays which were very english english plays mm mm-hmm. meaning an imported play done in england they would do it exactly like that here mm-hmm. so the names were the same so it was a tom and mary or whatever the names were it was an english play done in india by indian actors yeah correct so not many people went to see that because see people who understood marathi went and saw marathi theater people who understood gujarati saw gujarati people yeah. who understood hindi saw hindi so it maybe had audience for about 20 shows mm-hmm. maximum mm-hmm. an english play 25 shows correct correct So when I got into it, I realized that why don't we do something which is more uh, akin to what people want to see? 
सो आय माय फर्स्ट प्ले वॉज इज अ व्हेरी लेजेंडरी रायटर इन मराठी कॉल पी एल देशपांडे पु ल देशपांडे ही इज वन ऑफ हिज बेस्ट प्लेज इज कॉल तुझा या तुझा पाशी सो आय सेड आय ट्रान्सलेट दॅट अँड अडॅप्ट दॅट सो दॅट वॉज द फर्स्ट प्ले विच वॉज डन विच हॅड शायरी इट हॅड श्लोक्स फ्रॉम भगवद्गीता इंग्लिश प्ले वेब आय डिड नॉट टेक एनिबडी फ्रॉम इंग्लिश थिएटर सो आय हॅड मनमोहन कृष्णजी playing a character i had a character from uh, gujarati theater hansu mehta mm-hmm. i had harish patel who had, who was doing a hindi theater which of inam dar and things mm-hmm. i had mohan bhandari so none of these guys could even speak english properly oh i see and it didn't matter we will rehearse and they all rehearsed and that play changed the entire scene of theater in india uh-huh. suddenly people realized that we understand this kind of english mm-hmm. this is our kind of a play the person who is talking there he is wearing a dhoti the chef is wearing a, a, a salwar kameez oh. the lady is wearing a sari and talking her name is usha dai this one's name is geeta they were not john and mary and tom and mm-hmm. those british character so what we call in advertising there's something called empathy uh-huh. which means that you feel one towards the, towards the person you are being the issues and feel like. so that play worked brilliantly uh-huh. so that led to another play Okay. and then i kept on collecting people from regional theaters mm-hmm. all actors brilliant actors then how this idea of bottoms up uh, came in your so mind so bottoms up i had with mr silvester dikuna done a play called i love bombay yeah which was small small skits mm-hmm. so i said that would work much better because i can keep changing it correct so i did this first bottoms up which had uh, i mean now these people have become stars i mean bottoms up was the longest running play in the history of english correct, theater correct, it correct. ran and ran it never stopped i can still launch the play and it still run mm-hmm. it was the only play it is the only play that has got a review in the american time magazine yeah it's the longest play it's the longest play history. now we had people like shamak dawar who was just a dancer mm-hmm. so he came to me and said varat i can sing will you give me a song to sing so there was shamak dawar shamak dawar then there was javed jafri who was again a dancer in my play yeah. and javed said uh, i dance karta hu yaar acting nahi karta hu so i forced him to act okay. then there was shahid kapoor shahid okay he was a dancer mm-hmm. then arshad varsi came as a dancer mm-hmm. then he came and he did uh, four of my plays as a dancer seven of my plays as a choreographer and a dancer mm-hmm. he met his wife maria in my play she was also a dancer uh-huh. so all these young people were in the play and they were all brilliant in their own fields Okay. and i kept changing it every show was different so so we were, we had political satires we had jokes on politicians we had jokes on airlines mm-hmm. we had jokes on uh, education system we had jokes on everything that was happening and if i had a show let's say tomorrow sunday show mm-hmm. i had one uh, skit which was television news mm-hmm. now if tomorrow morning something happened in that show there would be a joke on what happened tomorrow morning uh-huh. which wouldn't be there in the next show so it's all contemporary you it was up. very contemporary oh, i see so people would keep on coming and seeing it again and again like anything happened that was a big news mm-hmm. like let's say now this uh, ncb thing was going on which is a big news we would do a joke on that oh, and if it was a bigger enough event we would do a whole skit on that oh i see so it kept on changing So then there was bottoms up then there was son of bottoms up then there was new look bottoms up then there was grandson of bottoms up yes. then there was carry on bottoms up so it went on and on so in till now i have written 
32 players. And how about you blame it on Yashraj? How that came uh, in your mind? Like, see, what happened? I realized is that um, in India, uh, weddings is the biggest thing. Yeah. People spend huge amounts of money on weddings, and somehow what has happened is every community had their own kinds of wedding. Like I'm a Maharashtrian, so we had a one-day wedding. We would have a wedding in the morning, morning, lunch, evening. We have reception. You call your friends, more people. Morning wedding is little few people. Gujaratis have their wedding in their own way, but mostly one day wedding. It is this Bollywood and Punjabi weddings yeah. that change the whole scene of weddings in India. Everybody wanted a Punjabi style wedding. Correct, correct. So we never had these things about sangeet and cocktails and all. We didn't have that. We had one day wedding, morning to night. After that night, nobody saw each other again. Mm-hmm. So I said, we must do a play on this wedding thing. Like now, Yashraj, I called it Blame It on Yashraj because one, I was very close to Yashji. He was very fond of me. Yeah. And to me, this entire romance and bigness of weddings and all that Yashji brought into Indian cinema. Correct. All this Switzerland and beautiful locales and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I requested him. I said, look, can I use your name as a representation of Bollywood? And he said, okay. So that's why I could use blame it on Ashraj, and I said let's make a story of a Punjabi father, Bengali mother, and a daughter wants to marry a Muslim. Some... And what happened in that family when she comes and says I'm marrying a Muslim? Yeah, okay. And then how we have this thing about Muslims. We feel that all Muslims are terrorists. Uh-huh. So I had a scene where the father imagines that when she says he is a Muslim, that terrorists would be now coming in black clothes and machine guns in their house and shooting everybody mm. and in reality you realize that the muslim family is more educated yeah. more sophisticated yeah. and more liberal than these guys uh. so that the whole thing was about the thing of how we have our own prejudices yeah, yeah. and they don't really work okay and it was a musical so we had songs and dances in the end we had a 10 minute sangeet yeah. where i had taken popular hindi songs and written new words on that Oh, I see. So if you had Munni Badnam Hui, I would do a thing of the mother singing Mummy Badnam Hui, darling, for you in preparing for your wedding and making so many mistakes. Is this creativity uh, from right from childhood? The creativity was I, there, or yeah, it was there. I used to always write essays and things in school. Mm-hmm. But I was always fond of it. I would always make. Uh, fun of. I shouldn't be telling you, but I should. We should always make fun of professors in a class, and we used to make jingles on them. Because that time the jingle that started on radio and all that, so you would make a jingle and make the professor's name in that. Yeah. So these kinds of things I used yeah. to do, but nothing seriously. I think uh, such a multi-talented uh, Mr. Bird Dabolkar, like you know, from Hindi uh, vernacular language, getting into the ad world and all the creative things what we have seen, like you know, father of an English and also modified his worldly Davidson <laughs> Arikshaw, which is there, had on about 32 plays which are there. So how you got into the uh, Bollywood, like you know. Uh, See, I never wanted to. Get, I know I had. I'm the world's worst actor. I'm the worst actor. That's why I never take a big role in myself for myself in my plays. I never had any desire to get into because I had advertising going on, which is a full-time job. Plus, I had theater happening, and my theater was changing every week. So, throughout the year, we would have plays happening, and I would keep writing new things for the plays. Mm-hmm. That kept me busy. We would tour all around the world with my plays. Correct. Plus advertising, we had campaigns happening. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, strenuous thing, advertising. So I had no interest in getting into theatre, but 
as luck would have it, uh, Monday I got a call from Shah Rukh Khan who said, uh, Bharat, I have seen your play or whatever and I'm doing a play, a film called One Two Ka Four mm-hmm. and there was see Jackie Shroff and I, we almost like, we are friends from before he got into films. Nice. We used to stay at Malbar Hill together. Nice. His house was five minutes away from mine. So, we were friends from then. Nice. Juhi Chawla I had known. So, he said, Shah Rukh said, there's Juhi and Jackie and all these guys, they're your friends. Mm-hmm. So, I said, Thik, if it's not outside Mumbai, I'll do it. So, I did One Two Ka Four. Nice. When I was doing that, one of my clients, R. Mohan, who launched Goodnight, mm-hmm. Goodnight Mosquito Repellent yeah. and mm-hmm. Hit, I launched all those. These are all yeah. my products, Goodnight, yeah. Hit, yeah. Snuggy, Diapers and all mm-hmm. that. So, he said, I'm making a film. Uh, with this guy called Joy Augustine who had launched Arshad Varsi and mm-hmm. uh, Chandrajood Singh in Tere Mere Sapne uh, and I want you to act in that. So I said okay, so I was doing one two ka four and I did that side by side. Then suddenly one day I got a call from somebody who said uh, uh, Ram Gopal Verma wants to meet you, can you come over to our office? And I said I mean what? So Ram Gopal Verma said look I am doing a making a film called Company Mm. And um, there's a role, very powerful role of a minister. And you know, my habit is I sit like this. Yeah. Wherever I go. Now I'm sitting in front of Rambupal Verma like this, and he was sitting like this. And at one point he said, You know, Bharat, I am the director of this film. You've come here because <laughs> I'm giving you a role. And you are sitting like you are the boss, and I'm sitting in front. I said, I'm sorry, I, 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 this is my habit. He said, No, no, I want, that's the attitude I want in the film. Uh-huh. That I want you to be the kind who is bigger than Ajay Devgan and the new boy called this uh, 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 chap Oberoi. Uh, so I did company. Uh-huh. We shot for two days in Switzerland, two days here, two, three days here. Then suddenly I got a call, <laughs> this is strange, from Film Fair. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, Rajni Khan's office has called up and they wanted your number. Can we give it to them? I said, are you guys crazy? I'll go and meet Rajni Khan. I mean, he is like a person we would love to meet. So, Rajni Khan's office called up and said, we are doing a film called Baba. Uh, a Tamil film uh-huh. with Rajni Khan is a hero. And um, we want you to play the role of a, a chief minister of Tamil Nadu. Very big role. In fact, Amrish Puri was my assistant for five scenes, that's all. That, that's how my big role was. Nice. And I went and shot for 18 days in Mysore. And it's a long story, we'll not discuss it now, but I have never met a man like Rajnikanth in my life. Oh. I, have, I know everybody in all the industries. Mm-hmm. I've never met somebody who is as confident and as humble as Rajnikanth. Mm-hmm. What makes him so great beyond every other superstar it's not just the, the cinema thing. As a human being, he's so nice. Yeah. So I did that thing. Then I, somebody else called me and said, uh, Madhur Bhandarkar called up and said, I'm doing a film called Corporate. Will you do a role of a uh, espionage thing, corporate espionage thing? I said, okay. Then somebody called me up and said, I'm doing a Telugu film with Nagarjuna. Will you come to Hyderabad and shoot? So I went and shot with Nagarjuna. Mm-hmm. Then somebody, the Mohanlal Malayalam film, I've known Mohanlal because he used to model for us for mm-hmm. one of our campaigns. So he called up and said, I'm doing a Malayalam film. For the first time, the three top heroes of Malayalam cinema, mm-hmm. Mohanlal, Dilip and Jairam are doing it together. And we want you to do a role in that. So I went and did a Malayalam film. Oh, nice. So I've, then I've done Marathi films. So it just went on. I'm not even interested in doing films. So now where you are today? <laughs> it keeps on going, taking me wherever it takes me, I go. So where you are today? Who is the person behind that guru? Bharat, Abhut, there's no like person. Guru? There's a person. It's just somebody who's 
who wants to have fun and for some strange reason people are scared of him the way i look people think i must be very angry all the time i must be drinking all the time and smoking all the time and i'll tell you honestly in my entire life mm-hmm. i have never touched a drop of liquor oh. not even beer wine or champagne mm-hmm. for our agency anniversaries i open a champagne bottle i don't touch it i've never smoked a cigarette in my life not even a puff Oh. In my entire life, I'm not talking about that. I used to do it in college, and now I gave it up. I have never tasted it. I don't know what even beer tastes like. Mm-hmm. And all Vijay Malia's drinks I have launched. Oh. Every drink of Vijay Malia that's in the market, Magdaval Number no. One, Signature Whiskey, Honey Bee Brandy, and then Pilsner Beer, all are my campaigns. Mm-hmm. And I have never touched it. But I look the way people think I must be I some think, uh, angry, a, drunkard. <laughs> that's a legend. I grew Bharat Dabulkar uh, from Marathi vernacular language to the world of an advertising and the creativity which is there, a uh, simple and the humble person. Sir, I think it was nice to have you to know yeah. about your story, about your creativity, Thank right you. from childhood, uh, childhood to now, from then father of an English, and uh, we came to know a lot about your thirty-two uh, play. which are there and how you venture into the uh, uh, advertising world and into the uh, movies as such so it was nice talking to you i hope you. like uh, the target audience of in tiktok uh, might have got some insights like doesn't matter like whether you are from marathi or yeah. from hindi it's how you pick up See, all, creativity like, you know, has no language when we do a like we used to advertise for lic or bank of india so if you do an ad in english it would get translated into 14 languages mm-hmm. it could work the other way out you could yeah. do an ad in marathi and it would get translated in 14 language including english yeah. like i used to handle lots of tata tea brands um, uh, in malayalam kerala so we would do the original ad in malayalam okay i would give a concept to a malayalam writer and say this is my idea just write it down and then we would translate that in other languages so creativity has no language so you can be from any medium marathi hindi gujarati whatever and uh, you could be successful in advertising uh, i think uh, that's a greatness that's a reason we call bara doublekar as a lang- uh, as a legend uh, maybe a great writer director actor so thank you very much for being thank part you. on uh, t talk train of and thoughts thank you sir thank you very much thank you sir thank you